What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Football Addicts Anonymous podcast. Free agency frenzy, and it is it has been frenzy today. Um, you know, we are getting getting deals left and right here. So we will talk about all those near the end of this show. But um, got some stuff to go through first. XFL Week 4 recaps. Um, one little college note. We got some trades in the NFL, some general stuff. And then we will get to all the moves, uh, cap moves, releases, and uh, re-signings. And, of course, free agency signings. So, let's get to it here. The XFL Week 4 um, was a pretty good one. Except that I lost the, the parlay for the, the fourth week in a row. Um, <laughs> but anyways, the Houston Roughnecks absolutely demolished the Orlando Guardians on Saturday night. Uh, 44 to 16 they stay undefeated guardians stay winless paxton lynch again i thought he played pretty well um the second straight game i thought he looked decent um just not enough to win missing some open throws not shifting his weight to his front foot to really uh put the zing in there some overthrows as well but overall he looks like he's improving um, every week so that's good to see anyways uh, for a winless Guardians team right now for the Roughnecks um, Paxton Lynch by the way 18 of 30 60 percent 267 yards two touchdowns one fumble Brandon Silvers was absolutely electric 24 of 30 80 percent 239 yards three touchdowns one two-point conversion as well um the other two quarterbacks for each team played as well. DeAndre Francois for the Guardians, one for four, 25%, 19 yards, and a one-point conversion. Cole McDonald for the Roughnecks also played, went two for two, 14 yards, two carries for 31 yards. Uh, the Roughnecks were without... Max Borgie at running back, so they went with Dejon Lee as their main guy. He did well, six carries, 45 yards, two touchdowns, three catches for 17 yards. Uh, the leading receiver in this one was Orlando's wide receiver, Charleston Rambo, two catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown on two targets. Did have a fumble, though, and uh, he caught the one-point conversion from DeAndre Francois. Big night also for the Roughnecks wide receivers. Travell Harris, three catches, 83 yards, two touchdowns on four targets. Deontay Burnett, three catches, 62 yards, a touchdown on three targets. He caught the one pass from his fellow wide receiver, Jontre Kirkland, two catches, 49 yards, a touchdown on four targets. And like I mentioned, he threw a 49-yard touchdown pass and caught a two-point conversion from Silvers. Uh, defensively, I got to go with uh, Roughnecks defensive back Will Likely. Only one tackle, but he had a 42-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Trent Harris also has been a monster this season. 
for Houston. Linebacker there, four tackles, two solos, one and a half sacks, two tackles for loss. Roughnecks cover easily, minus nine over 38 by themselves. The Seattle Sea Dragons get to 500. They beat the San Antonio Brahmas 15 to 6. Ben DiNucci was pretty good again, 28 of 41, 68.3%, 264 yards, one touchdown, an inexplicable interception at the end where they really were just running the clock out, um, and it didn't really make sense for them to, to throw. Brahma's quarterback, Jack Cohn, not very good, 20 of 39, 51.3%, 189 yards, two carries for nine yards. He was their leading rusher also, which is really bad there um, for the fact that, for one, your quarterback is your leading rusher, but for two, that it's only nine yards is, is your leader on the night. Uh, sea Dragons running back Morgan Ellison continued his uh, good play from last week 100 yard game last week 16 carries 69 yards this week and a touchdown um two catches for 10 yards also sea dragons wide receiver jacor pearson another great night for him eight catches 76 yards on nine targets um juan green caught the lone touchdown in this game or the one of the two touchdowns i should say Caught the only receiving touchdown of the game for Seattle. And then I also want to mention San Antonio wide receiver Jalen Tolliver. Double-digit targets on the night. Six catches, 34 yards on 10 targets. Defensively, have to go with my guy, former Steeler, Sea Dragons linebacker, Tuzar Skipper, four tackles, three solos, two sacks, two tackles for loss, and a forced fumble. He was everywhere. Do want to mention, though, San Antonio corner Luke Barku was also really crazily good in this one. Six tackles, three solos, one sack, one tackle for loss, and a pick. Sea Dragons covered minus five, under a 40 and a half. On Sunday, yesterday, we had the Battle Hawks getting to three and one. 24-11 over the Houston, the Arlington Renegades. A.J. McCarron was absolutely spectacular. 20 of 27, 74.1%, 214 yards, two touchdowns, one pick, uh, one two-point conversion, and one one-point conversion. And for the second straight week, Kyle Sloter is, is your starter for Arlington. And in the second straight week, they don't score many points. 10 points last week, got the win somehow against a bad Orlando team. 11 points this week, that's just not enough. I think they should go back to Drew Plitt, really, uh, for Arlington there. But Sloter here, 23 of 39, 59%, 205 yards, three picks, one carry, 11 yards, and a fumble. Four turnovers for Sloter on the day really hampered the Arlington offense and uh, set up St. Louis in some good spots on the field. Uh, St. Louis running back Brian Hill was was really good. 18 carries, 89 yards, one touchdown, two catches, 26 yards, and a two-point conversion. Receiving-wise, Battlehawks wide receiver Darius Shepard had himself a day. Eight catches, 91 yards, a touchdown on eight targets. And... Uh, defensively have to go with Battlehawks linebacker Travis Feeney four tackles two of them solos 
half a sack, one tackle for loss, one forced fumble, and one fumble recovery. Battlehawks covered minus three and a half easily under 37. And the DC Defenders, 4-0, still undefeated. Only them in Houston, but... Uh, 32-18 victory over the uh, Vegas Vipers here. They join the Orlando Guardians as the two winless teams in the XFL, 0-4 for Rod Woodson's crew. And he was absolutely losing his mind. I, I thought he might have had the heart attack or something on the sideline. I mean, he was, he was getting crazy. Uh, Brett Hundley started the game for Vegas, went 4 of 5, 80%, 50 yards, one fumble, let him down. Uh, they missed the field goal on his opening drive. And then they played Louis Perez the rest of the game, but uh, Perez was really good, 23 of 32, 71.9%, 283 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. The quarterbacks for D.C., Jordan Ta'amu, 14 of 19, 73.7%, 177 yards, 9 carries, 89 yards, and a 2-point conversion. Derek King, he went 2 of 2 passing, 38 yards on that one, and a touchdown to Jaquez Ezzard. 4 carries, 8 yards, and 2 rushing scores as well. Um, D.C. running back Abram Smith, he led the non-quarterbacks in rushing, 22 carries, 58 yards, one catch for six yards there. D.C. wide receiver Chris Blair had a good night. Four catches, 84 yards on four targets, and a two-point conversion. Sink Sweeting for Vegas. Really great night for him. Three catches, 65 yards, two touchdowns on six targets and a loss. And I mentioned Ezard there uh, caught a 32-yard touchdown on his lone target, but he did also fumble on a punt return. Defensively, there wasn't much going on, um, but I'm going to go with uh, defenders, defensive lineman, Fadal Brown, one, uh, three tackles, all of them solos, one sack, two tackles for loss. Do want to mention Max Roberts had another sack and tackle for loss. He's one of the league leaders in sacks there. Really great player for Ve Vegas. Defenders covered minus six over 41 and a half, and of course I had the under 42. College football news, just one thing here. Transfer portal, Minnesota wide receiver Michael Brown-Stevens and running back Trayson Potts. They have both entered the transfer portal. Trey Potts, really solid running back. Interested to see where he lands um, in this kind of second transfer portal window on the off college football offseason. We have some trades in the NFL. The Dolphins... They got a massive piece getting corner Jalen Ramsey from the L.A. Rams. Uh, Dolphins sending back the number 77 overall selection. That's a third-round pick this year. And tight end Hunter Long, a, a fifth-round, I believe, draft pick either last year or two years ago there. So, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins, they needed secondary help. Someone opposite Xavier Howard, and, and they got it for sure. And Jalen Ramsey had a little bit of a down year, uh, at least by his standards last year, but uh, looking to get it back on track this year with a kind of loaded team, pending quarterback situation. 
Uh, the Dolphins also, as a part of this deal, they guaranteed Jalen Ramsey's 23 and 24 salaries, 36.9 million, fully guaranteed the next two seasons for Ramsey in Miami. Another trade went down today. The Falcons picking up some tight end depth with a familiar face. Tight end Jonu Smith going to Atlanta from New England. Uh, familiar with the Arthur Smith offense from his time in Tennessee, their time in Tennessee together. So should really pick that up relatively quickly. Be a nice piece there for that Falcons offense uh, to go along with Kyle Pitts at the tight end position. Patriots getting back a, a seventh-round selection. I believe it's this year, but I'd have to check on that. And this also saved saved New England uh, $4.4 million in salary cap space. Some general news here. The legendary Vikings head coach Bud Grant uh, unfortunately passed away on Saturday at the age of 95. Um, was the Vikings head coach from 1967 to 1985, and uh, very successful coach there. The 158-95 and six in the regular season, 10 and 12 in the playoffs, one-time NFL champion, and that's pretty much the equivalent of a conference champion because that was pre-merger um, in '69, I believe that was when the Vikings were the NFL champion playing in uh that would have been super bowl four i believe um against the chiefs um and len dawson there and then three-time nfc champion when they merged the afl and the nfl in 1970 um yeah so really great coach uh been, went to four super bowls unfortunately lost them all um but maybe the greatest Vikings coach ever. So there you go. Um, condolences to his family and friends there. This next thing, I don't know if I believe it or not, but CBS Sports, I've, I've made my, my disgust known with CBS Sports reporting but uh, before, but uh, they reported the Panthers could still reportedly trade back from number one, uh, as they're unsettled on which quarterback to go with at one, maybe the Texans know which guy they want and and the Panthers are okay with getting the second guy and they can trade back to two with Houston um, or whatnot. So we'll wait and see on that. The Buccaneers, we are in the negotiating window right now. Started at noon Eastern. Um, today, but uh, the Bucks are expected to pursue Rams quarterback Baker Mayfield um, in free agency, looking to get competition for Kyle Trask and also potentially a starter um, if Trask would lose out there in a battle. Vikings, they are not expected to offer quarterback Kirk Cousins an early extension. Uh, this He will play out the final year of his contract this season. So interesting situation for Minnesota going into the 2024 offseason, potentially, uh, if they're going to be looking for a quarterback and a restart there. Free agent wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. had his workout on Friday. We kind of talked about it then. 
But since uh, several teams have reached out interested in signing him, um, just no talks necessarily have begun on contracts with any teams right now. This one kind of blew it up today amid, amid the free agent signings. Chargers running back Austin Eckler has requested permission to seek a trade. He's due six and a quarter million for this season. Um, that would be a blockbuster trade um, if Eckler were to be traded to anyone. Six and a quarter, not terrible for a running back salary. So I'd be interested to see what that deal would look like if it does indeed get done. Um, sending Eckler somewhere else. The Eagles, the defending NFC champs, got great news today. Jason Kelsey, their all-pro center, announcing he will return for the 2023 season, his 13th in the NFL, um, all with Philadelphia. So I'm very excited about that. Just had to hammer out uh, a contract there, and uh, Kelsey will be back in the green and white. And finally here, the teams, multiple teams believe that the Broncos could possibly be trading a wide receiver or open to trading one a receiver. Um, those receivers are Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and K.J. Hamler. All possibly could be available. Broncos maybe want to get rid of one and uh, get some compensation back as they look for salary space. Mentioning salary space, bunch of cap moves. Teams trying to get under the cap before Wednesday at 4 p.m. Uh, the Jets restructuring the contracts of guard Lakin Tomlinson, corner DJ Reed, and tight end Tyler Conklin. That saved $15.2 million. Uh, Chargers reworking the contracts of edge rushers Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, that's interesting because I thought he was going to be a cap casualty. Not so. Uh, they reworked both of those deals there. $25.99 million, massive savings for L.A. Raiders reworking defensive end Max Crosby's deal. $7.5375 million um, in space there. The Bills renegotiated defensive tackle Tim Settle's deal. That lowers his cap hit by about $600,000 for this season. Vikings doing the same with guard Chris Reed, lowering his cap hit by about $1 million. The Panthers, uh, they retained linebacker Shaq Thompson on a reworked two-year deal there. So happy to have Shaq back um, in Carolina. Buccaneers, they reworked wide receiver Russell Gage's deal. That lowered his base salary from $10 million to $7 million. Saves them some money and also uh, fully guaranteed his $7 million, but he can make up that $3 million in some incentives. The Browns restructuring quarterback Deshaun Watson's deal. $36 million in savings there. Massive cap savings for Cleveland. The Bills are uh, in the process of reworking the deal of running back Naheem Hines for him to stay in Buffalo. And the Saints reworked defensive end Cam Jordan's deal, uh, saving $10 million on the cap. Some notable releases before we hit free agency on Wednesday. Cardinals released linebacker Marcus Golden. That was a shock. 11 sacks last year should be coveted on the free agent market. Seahawks releasing defensive lineman Shelby Harris, one of the three players along um, with Drew Locke and Noah Fant in the Russell Wilson trade last year. 
Um, just one season in Seattle, not productive enough, and I get, think Seattle wants to get younger as well on the defensive line. Ravens, interesting. They released defensive lineman Calais Campbell. Probably will bring him back if they have enough salary cap space. Um, obviously, the Lamar Jackson franchise tag is holding up a bunch of money right now. Um, could get that money freed up. So bringing Campbell back is a possibility. But he does want to play in his 16th NFL season. And uh, whether it's with the Ravens or somewhere else, Calais Campbell will be somewhere this year. Resignings and extensions. The Falcons locking up one of the best guards on the market, signing guard of um, Chris Lindstrom to a five-year, $105 million extension. Crazy deal for him, but Falcons, probably one of their best players on their team, uh, needed to get him locked up, and they did. The Commanders, they signed franchise-tagged defensive tackle Deron Payne to a four-year, $90 million deal. $60 million guaranteed. Really good deal for Payne and Washington. Uh, one of the best interior disruptors in the NFL, so uh, I think that's a solid deal for both sides. Bengals, they re-signed linebacker Jermaine Pratt to a three-year, $21 million deal. Um, over 100 tackles last year. Solid veteran player in the middle of their defense. I think Cincinnati wanted him back, and it's a nice number there at seven per year. Patriots, they re-signed their best corner, Jonathan Jones, to a two-year, $20 million deal. $13 million guaranteed. Uh, Team-friendly deal, I think, anyways. It's $10 million per season, which is nice for a corner. But also, um, you know, I think the short length helps Patriots as well as uh, Jones there to get him to free agency quicker. And um, they get their star corner back. Lions, they re-signed linebacker Alex Anzalone to a three-year, 18 and three-quarter million dollar max value deal. Um, you know, pretty, pretty good interior player there for the Lions on defense. We're looking at them probably getting a, a bigger name in free agency, but uh, Anzalone, a solid pro player there at the second level. The Jets, they re-signed linebacker Quincy Williams, three-year, $18 million deal, $21 million max value on that one. Uh, his brother Quinnen still waiting for his deal, but uh, nice to see Quincy back in the green and white there for New York. Saints, they re-signed tight end Jawan Johnson, two years, $12.01 million, $14.01 million max deal. Um, emerging player for New Orleans. And uh, going to be a nice option for Derek Carr in the pass game. Bills, we had a punter signing. They signed punter Sam Martin to a three-year, $7.5 million extension, $4.115 million guaranteed. Um, that is a very good deal for Martin and uh, Buffalo, one of the best punters in the league. The Packers, they re-signed uh, returner Keyshawn Nixon, one-year, $6 million max value deal. Um, that is a very good deal for Nixon and uh, Green Bay trying to lock up there. Probably the best returner last year. Uh, best kick returner in the NFL, for sure. Should have made the Pro Bowl uh, and not 
what's-his-face in uh, Dallas. Giants re-signing wide receiver Sterling Shepard, one year, $1.165 million base salary there, um, $1.813 million max base salary for this year. Um, good deal for both sides. Shepard coming off another injury, just cannot stay healthy, so... Um, but it's nice to see him go back to the Giants where he's been his entire career. The Bills re-signing some linebackers. They signed linebacker Matt Milano to a two-year extension. That created $6 million in cap space. Um, they also re-signed backup linebacker Tyler Matakiewicz to a two-year deal. Really good um, special teams player as well as a backup defender. 49ers, they re-signed safety to Sean Gibson on a one-year deal. Nice uh, to get him back in the Bay. Bengals, they re-signed uh, not the safety that everyone thought, but safety Michael Thomas to a one-year deal. Um, nice veteran option in the back end. Chargers, they re-signed Justin Herbert's backup quarterback, Easton Stick. And the Buccaneers, they re-signed corner Jamel Dean. Four years, $52 million deal. Um, not many people thought that Dean would be back in Tampa because of the cap restraints on the Bucks, but here we are, and they got a deal done to bring him back their best corner. Okay, free agent signings today. The Broncos making a big splash, signing 49ers right tackle Mike McGlinchey, five years, $87.5 million deal, $50 million guaranteed. Uh, really helping Russell Wilson on his front side and also the ground game with Javante Williams coming off a torn ACL there um, should help in the run game. 49ers, McGlinchey's old team signing Eagles defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. Four years, $84 million, uh, $40 million guaranteed there. Javon Hargrave coming off the best year of his career probably. Uh, for the NFC champs, and uh, that's just ridiculous to add that piece to the 49ers defensive line with Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa, um, as well as many other guys. You know, that 49ers defense just keeps getting better. Um, so really ridiculous deal the rich get richer on the D-line. The Chiefs, they are not going to be re-signing Orlando Brown. But they did get another tackle, signing Jags offensive tackle Jawan Taylor. Four years, $80 million deal, $60 million guaranteed. That's the most guaranteed money we've seen today so far. Um, but it's a good deal, especially for Taylor. I think that's a really solid deal for him. Uh, I just don't understand why the Chiefs wouldn't pay Brown, but they pay Taylor. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. It looks like Orlando Brown is going to be elsewhere and uh, Jawan Taylor in Kansas City now. Big blow to the Jags, by the way, uh, for their offensive line. Got to figure some stuff out there for Trevor Lawrence's sake. The Bears, they have been signing and signing all day. The biggest one they had, Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. Four-year, $72 million. 50 million guaranteed. That is just crazy money for an off-ball linebacker. As great as Tremaine Edmonds is, 
for one, he's really 24 years old still after five years in the league is just ridiculous. Um, so, but yeah, uh, or entering his fifth year, I think it was. Um, but anyways, yeah, Ryan Pulse has, has been on the phones all day getting contracts done, and the Bears started with the most money. They've spent a lot of it so far already. The Raiders making a splash. The second quarterback domino happening uh, this offseason after the Derek Carr um, signing in New Orleans. The Raiders, they have got their quarterback for the foreseeable future, signing quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to a three-year $67.5 million deal, $34 million guaranteed. Um, just take the quick trip down to Vegas, Jimmy G., and uh, I think he'll have a good time in Las Vegas with the weapons they have in Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, and co. Uh, Josh Jacobs as well. Falcons, they sign Bengals safety Jesse Bates III, four years, $64.02 million, $36 million guaranteed. I think that is a fantastic signing for Arthur Smith and that Falcons defense. Um Falcons really improving their team, especially on the defensive side, which is where they needed the most work um, last year. Broncos making another signing to protect Russell Wilson, signing Ravens guard Ben Powers, four years, $52 million, $28.5 million guaranteed. Um, Powers a road grader for Baltimore in that offense, and I think that's what you're going to expect from him in uh Denver as Sean Payton looks to run the ball, like I mentioned, with Javante Williams off the injury. Going back to Atlanta, the Falcons signing another guy, Saints defensive tackle David Onyemata, three years, $35 million, $24.5 million, fully guaranteed. Uh, stealing away from a rival is always good. Onyemata, that was a little bit rich for my liking, but I understand why he's a good interior pressure. Um, can play the run as well. And uh, I think, uh, like I said, Atlanta doing a lot of good stuff here with Jesse Bates and Onyemata. The Lions getting in on the action. They signed Steelers corner Cam Sutton. Three years, $33 million, $22.5 million guaranteed. Uh, that was a really solid signing by Detroit. I was disappointed. I wanted the Steelers to re-sign him. $11 million per year wasn't terrible, I thought. Um, but, uh, Detroit gets it done. The Steeler becomes a lion now. Going back to the Bears, they signed Titans guard Nate Davis to a three-year $30 million deal. Again, trying to protect Justin Fields. Um, getting him some help there um, in Chicago. The Commanders, they got a, a nice tackle addition signing. Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley to a three-year, $24 million deal. Um, that one is interesting. Wiley not has not been the best player 
for Kansas City. But uh, I do think it's a it's a nice move for Washington. They needed some help on the offensive line and uh, got it in Wiley. The Bills getting some offensive line help uh, as well. They signed, I believe, Jets guard Connor McGovern to a three-year, $23 million deal. I'd have to check <clears throat> on um, which Connor McGovern it is because I know that uh, there are two in the league, and it is the Cowboys. Okay, Cowboys guard Connor McGovern there to Buffalo. Like I mentioned, three years, $23 million. That's a solid deal for Buffalo. And getting some nice interior protection for Josh Allen. That's where they struggled in the playoff game against Kansas City. Or against Cincinnati. The Vikings, they signed Ravens tight end Josh Oliver to a three-year $21 million deal. Um, that one was too rich for my liking. Blocking tight end, 10.75 million guaranteed, 24 million max value of that contract. 7 million per year for a blocking tight end is not enough. Um, they already have TJ Hawkinson, and uh, I just didn't, didn't like that deal for Minnesota anyways. The Panthers, they got some defensive help signing Saints defensive tackle Shy Tuttle. Three years, $19.5 million. Uh, $13 million guaranteed. I thought that was a nice signing. Lower-level player on the interior can run in the rotation with their other defensive tackles there. So I, I like that one for Carolina. Bears, I'm also very sad to see this one happen, but the Bears signed Eagles linebacker TJ Edwards, three years, $19.5 million. $12 million guarantee. That's a very nice deal for Chicago. Um, and TJ Edwards has really made himself money over the years. Uh, undrafted free agent three years ago. Has played extremely well for Philly, and I'm sad to see him go. Um, but uh, Chicago has the money, and you got to go where the money is right now. So, yeah, Edwards in Chicago pairing up with Tremaine Edmonds. A uh, lot more money than than he got but um you know it is what it is the browns getting some pass rush help they signed texans pass rusher ogbania okoronkwo three years 19 million dollar deal there 12 and a half million guaranteed 22 million max value of that contract that's a nice option five um five sacks last year i think that will help miles garrett and uh, whoever else they get for that defensive line in Cleveland. The Dolphins signing a backup for Tua. They signed Jets quarterback Mike White to your $16 million deal there. So you see this a lot, poaching from divisional opponents, right? Panthers with Shy Tuttle, Falcons, I mentioned already. Um also with David on Yamada and here you got the Dolphins signing a Jets quarterback so yeah uh, it's it's poaching season as well as a free agency frenzy so 
The Texans, they did the same thing. Poaching Titans wide receiver Robert Woods, two years, 15 and a quarter million dollars, 17 million dollar max value, 10 million fully guaranteed. Uh, that's a nice contract for Robert Woods coming off a really tough year in t Tennessee um, after getting traded by LA. But um, I think he'll have a nice role on that Texans offense, depending on what other receivers they get. Brandon Cook's likely gone. Um, John Mechie hopefully back next year from his battle with leukemia and uh, looking for them to draft a wide receiver as well. The Broncos, they have a backup for Russell Wilson, signing Raiders quarterback Jarrett Stidham. Two years, $10 million, $5 million guaranteed, $14 million max value. Uh, that was an interesting one. I thought the Raiders would re-sign Jarrett Stidham. They did not. They opted to go Jimmy G instead. Jarrett Stidham says, okay, I will go and play for Sean Payton. And uh, his good buddy, Davis Webb, who's the new quarterback coach there as well. So, yeah, uh, a nice situation. Russell Wilson was banged up last year, so who knows? Jarrett Stidham might be called on this season. Texans making a lot of lower-level signings today, um, kind of like they did last year also. So they signed Broncos fullback slash tight end Andrew Beck, two years, six and three-quarter million, four million guaranteed there. Nice deal for Beck in his role. Um, they also signed Bills quarterback Case Keenum to back up whoever they drafted number two, two years uh, six and a quarter million, four million guaranteed. Um, that is a really nice deal for the team, I thought. Anyways, um, in their backup quarterback situation, and then they also signed 49ers defensive tackle Hassan Ridgeway, one year, four million dollar deal, three million fully guaranteed. I think that's a team friendly deal. Hassan Ridgeway, a nice run stopper with pass rush upside. Bunch of other deals that we don't have numbers on yet. Or no, we do have one more one more deal here for the Texans. Signing Browns defensive end Chase Winovich, one-year, $2 million deal. Um, player that just has not put it all together necessarily yet. Um, not Didn't work out in Cleveland, so hopefully in Houston, Winovich can get it um, rolling there. Now here are the other deals that we don't have necessarily numbers on yet, but we do have length for some of them. Uh, the Commanders signing another offensive lineman, again, uh, poaching from a division opponent, signing Giants offensive lineman Nick Gates to a three-year deal. The Steelers, big get for them. They signed Vikings corner Patrick Peterson to a two-year deal. We'll see how much he has left in the tank. Uh, he's 35 years old, I believe, so... That's a tough one to swallow for Pittsburgh, but they needed corner help, and they got it in Peterson. 49ers, this one was weird. They signed quarterback Sam Darnold to a one-year deal. So now you got Brock Purdy coming off a UCL surgery. You got Trey Lance coming off ACL, and you got Sam Darnold. I, I don't know where he fits. That one was probably one of the biggest head-scratchers of the first day here of free agency um, of the negotiating window. The Texans also signing a Broncos running back Mike Boone help um, get their running back depth up there behind Damian Pierce. 
The Panthers, very excited about this one. They signed Bengals safety Vaughn Bell, adding to that good secondary for Carolina. I'm excited to see Vaughn come in, former Saint as well, um, see what he can do for the Panthers. The Giants, they signed Bucks defensive tackle Raheem Nunez-Roaches. So that's a nice interior presence on that defensive line to pair with Leonard Williams. Uh, Nunez-Roaches in Tampa for the last for last couple of years, anyways. And then finally, the Titans, they signed Eagles offensive tackle Andre Dillard. They needed offensive line help. Got it in Dillard to fill one of the tackle spots there. Um, still a lot of work to do in Tennessee. Interested to see what that deal looks like um, for the Titans. We did not get breaking news today. Um, unlike last show, I was thinking that maybe we would get uh, some guy named Rogers to, to be traded during the show. Um, but I guess that only happens when Logan is here. So we'll see um if logan is back on thursday's show but um waiting for the jets aaron Rodgers trade as well right now but that is the show for today thank you all for watching uh don't forget to follow us on all our social media at faa podcast on instagram and twitter faa podcast.com is our website and uh you can also check us out at faa underscore bets on twitter as well Make sure to check us out here on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We'll be back on Thursday this week, Football Friday on a Thursday because of spring break, and um, talking all the free agency news. We'll have, we have an XFL game on Thursday, so we'll preview that, and uh, we will see you then.